All right, and we should be live now. Hooray! We did it. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hello. In this call, specifically, but also anybody listening, I guess, it's probably fine, too. It's a good intro, Paul. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one better. Hey, John's back. Hi, I'm here. Welcome back. Well, I wasn't really gone. It's just it was Valentine's Day, and I wanted to spend time with my wife, so... That's cool. Did you guys do anything exciting? Uh, we, I got sick, so we changed plans. So uh, we had a oh. quiet dinner at home. Okay. I mean, that's what my, like, my Valentine's plans were. Like, a din- We made dinner. Yeah, we made dinner, and then uh, we started playing one of the games that I got on the list. Okay. Well, no, no spoilers yet. We got we to gotta, we gotta mingle a bit. I also saw a Lego movie, too. That was another Valentine's uh, plan. And that movie's pretty good. Not as good as the first one, I'll say. Okay. I mean, that's that's a high bar from what people tell me. Yeah, so. that first one's very good. But the second one, gets cl- it gets close. Like, surprisingly close. So, good for it. Yeah. Uh, Paul, what did you end up doing for Valentine's Day? Uh, we just kind of stayed here in Calgary. It got uh, really, really bad weather-wise for the weekend there. So... Just kind of hung out, did a nice dinner, did the, uh, there was like a glow festival or something going on, which was basically just a bunch of like neat light displays and like glowy art exhibits and stuff just down, uh, downtown, different like locations about a mile or so walk. That's cool. Yeah, it was okay, but it was freezing cold and that was an issue. Like we picked a bad night to do it, but whatever, it's the worst part about it That's is kind of uh, like um, mm-hmm. when you do like zoo lights or like, you know, Christmas lights over in Airdrie. It's real cold. Yeah. And and there's light art. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the worst part about it is that I'm not going to say their name because they're Alberta. They're Calgary based. There's a coffee company here and they charge me two fifty to try their coffee and it's the worst coffee I've ever had. And I feel bad saying that, so I don't want to give the name out. But like, man, how do you look somebody in the face and just be like, this is not good. <laughs> so I drank a shitty coffee in front of them. I don't know. Just yeah. don't go back. No, I didn't. Yeah, man. Is 250 expensive for a coffee? I don't drink coffee. For a so coffee cup, know. that's like, I don't have an, like, an adequate thing to show off. Like, it's smaller than... Like a can of soda, it was very small. So is that expensive or not? How I don't how how much does coffee go for? I don't know. Two dollars for an extra large, usually. Okay. So yeah. So expensive and bad. Expensive and bad, but uh, yeah. Other than that, it was a pretty good night, dude. You should put them on blast. We have such a huge reach. This this will like it'll move things. Nope, that stuff will happen. That is not okay. Nope. <laughs> not doing that. Don't want okay. don't want to kill their dreams. Also, it seemed like the All type right. of coffee that if they sold you the beans and you made it stronger yourself, you could probably make it work. The way they served it was just garbage. I think they had to water down because they had to serve more people to kind of like make it. Oh, last. that's how they get you. They water it down. I think so. Yeah. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. All right. Well, John, what have you been up to while Paul was drinking coffee? Uh. We, two weeks. We started going to the gym. 
Whoa. I know. Ooh, you can see all the results. Are you huge are, now? Oh, yeah, totally. I'm very fat. That's why we're going to the gym in the first place. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> no, um, there's a there's a nice YMCA near our area that we started going to. Um, it's It's pretty cool, actually. So... They've got those cool treadmills that let you watch YouTube and Netflix while you're running. Okay. Sure. Isn't yeah. the best times to focus on a TV show, obviously. Yep. I mean, most people when they if they're just doing like cardio at the gym and actually with a lot of the machines with like the resistance they're they're choosing to do and the length of time they're on there, it might as well just be an overly complicated chair. That's the that's the sad truth of the gym. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, good for you. Keep it up, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes because it is also fucking balls cold and snowing a bunch here now. So we're like, we don't want to go outside. We'll just stay in and be lazy. Yeah. 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 It's been pretty cold here too. Um. I'm hoping the rain has finally stopped, but I'm not sure. And my mom comes down next month and she wants it to be warm and I want it to be warm for her. Yeah. But uh, it's still, you know, in the mornings, it's like five degrees, which sucks. Uh, Which I know is nothing compared to you guys, but it sucks down here. Yeah. Acclimation. It's a thing. For sure. All right. Let's do the podcast. Uh, February 21st. This is the Top Down Perspective, and I'm Sean Booker. And I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. You guys sound so excited. Yeah, yeah man. Um, Sorry, I'm dealing with something in the background meanwhile, so I, I apologize if I sound a little flatter than usual. All right, well, while John's doing that, Paul, why don't you talk about what you've been playing? Yeah, uh, I played through Destiny 2 Forsaken's DLC completely, and that ending is dope. It's really, really, really good. Okay, you just like went right past me. I haven't touched that for. A few I mean, days. it only takes like a week and basically like two days of just playing. You'll it you'll go through it pretty quick. I don't know. It got its hooks in me. Um, I played the boss that you were talking about on the like bikes or whatever that you. I can't yeah. remember. His There's name. a few bosses. That's one of them. Yeah, the rider or whatever, something like that. Something like that. And yeah, yeah. Uh, that was fun. I think it led me to be a little more disappointed with some of the fights because some of them were not a cool gimmick. They were just a boss fight that uh, you would be used to. And I thought I was hoping more of them would have a cool gimmick. But at the end of the day, it's fine. Like they all had a gimmick, but some of them were just like his gimmick is you can't hurt him at this point. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, I understand that one. I've seen that one before. Um, Sure. It's yeah. It's all worth it at the end. That ending is really, really cool. I really, really enjoy it. And I suggest people check that thing out if you are at all interested in Destiny 2. Yeah, I want to get back to it and wrap it up. There's just there's so many games came out. Yep. So many games came out. Yeah. Uh, and there's like other loot shooters to be playing right now. It's actually why I went through it. Um, because I'll talk about it in a second. But the Anthem Anthem had its like 10 hour trial thing. And uh, that got me in the mood of just being like, oh, when like this comes out next week or whatever, officially, I really, really want to just be able to focus on it. And um, yeah, I knew that I wouldn't be able to with uh, Destiny 2 just kind of like in limbo for me. So I went ahead and uh, went through that. 
And then I finally picked up Tetris 99. And hey, there we go. I love and hate it, basically. Yeah, that's um, about right. That's about right. It's addictive in a way that I think is bad for your health, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, why, why y'all, why y'all don't got no cool? Like, why do I start games and I have 20 people targeting me one out of five times? <laughs> like, it's real bad. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. It's fucking weird. I don't know. Maybe I just draw the shortest straw every time. I've taken a few screenshots of it and like posted them on Twitter. Just be like, why? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen I've seen those. Have each of you? I'm assuming both of you have won already. Yeah, I've got two wins out of like 30 matches. No, I've only gotten to second multiple times. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that I haven't played since the first day I got to like low 30s. Um, my girlfriend is playing it a ton, though. She is mm. determined to get number one. Okay, <laughs> sure. No, oh. it's a. It depends on the time of day you play too, because just like uh, I'll have some matches like in the daytime, which are just a piece of cake, and then in the nighttime, I'll have some that are just absolutely decimating. So, so uh, let me break down what Tetris ninety nine for me is. If I fuck up bad enough, I'm out within the first like 10 like at 90 something usually i mean i will almost always get to the top 50 i will usually get to the top 20 and if i survive the first couple seconds of the top 10 i'm there until the top three or four always but i found more often than not that as soon as it's like 10 people remaining i just get fucked like (laughs) i just get bum rushed to hell so if i don't the real game starts so like I usually I've started just having a contingency plan of, okay, when this happens, I have like two full Tetrises lined up and I'm going to go on attackers and fuck up these assholes that are trying to get me out at the last minute. Here. Honestly, the, this this just sounds like battle royale tactics. Yeah, you've like this, I've had to this develop actually them. correlates. Yeah, this actually correlates perfectly to a battle royale game because this is no longer Tetris. It's actually. I want to murder everybody when in that top 10 because they are fucking ruthless <laughs> and I hate it so much. Yo, no, like I had a match right before the uh, podcast started where uh, I spent the entire 99 to 50 not attacking anyone because I had too many people attacking me. So the entire yeah. game was me never throwing garbage blocks. It was just deleting blocks that were coming towards me. Yeah, when so you like have to play t- fully yeah. defensive, it's hard. It's real it's, hard. It, it's impossible because you don't get any of the badges, yeah. so you don't level up, and you yeah. just can't do more damage. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Do you guys have like a go-to strategy for like how who you're attacking? I usually just leave it on stuff? attackers. Attackers. Attack- yeah. Okay. I would assume KOs would be pretty useful. KOs are useful, but sometimes you can't get in there fast mm-hmm. enough to do the kill and someone else gets it, but it's a decent strategy. The reason I leave it on attackers is because if multiple people are targeting you, you target all of them at once. It's the only mode yeah. of the four that targets multiple people. Uh, the more people that are targeting you, the more junk blocks you send as well. So like a regular Tetris normally do like four or five blocks. I've had it do up to like 14. Yeah. Okay. So good to know. Yeah. I'll admit I've had some petty moments where I've had two Tetrises lined up and I've like had a long piece on hold and just waiting for another long piece 
And then as I see that other long piece coming up, I just hold the line for a moment. I'll quickly scan to see who looks like they're almost dead. I'll hit them with a touch screen to make sure I'm targeting them. And then I'll fuck them. I've done that a few times. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not above that, admitting that, that, that I'm that's petty enough to like, just sure, take people it. out, even if it means that I might lose. Yeah, I don't know. It's been fun and frustrating in a way that I didn't think that game... Like, I've played... I've basically played this before. Tetris Attack, Gaiden, whatever. Like, uh, multiplayer Tetris is not a new thing. But man, when it's against 98 other people, it's infuriating. <laughs> or can Yeah, be. no. I just... I. It's it's funny how some matches can just go so smooth because no one targets you. And then some matches are just a slog. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I streamed it last night too. Uh, I was so angry. We did three matches in a row where we got third place. We just couldn't get the win on stream. I was just going nuts. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I wish uh, it. Uh, I wish it actually saved like your average rank too. I would be curious to see how people do in general. There's some streamer out there like I think he might be a Tetris speedrunner or like a grandmaster player who's got like a 70% win rate out of like 240 matches or something crazy like that. It's it's like a crazy how that many wins they ridiculous. have. Do you happen to know who? Uh, Kevin, Kevin DDR, I think. What does that name look- sound familiar? Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to move on to the next game I play called Redo. This is a game that last week I was telling Sean I wanted to play but couldn't. I got it working and played through it in one sitting. It's about four hours long to get everything in it and uh, see that whole thing. And it's fun. It's a cute little Metroidvania that takes place in a dystopian future where humanity was wiped out by some weird plague. And all that's left are these weird, like, garbage piles of human flesh and electronics and stuff that are wanting to kill you for being human as you're trying to survive. It's cool. I guess the cool thing about it uh, is that it does this weird system of every enemy has a number above their head that is their health and then a number above their head that's their like energy or stamina bar, essentially. And when you deplete their stamina, they have different effects. So most of them, like most of the early ones, will just get stunned and like you can hit them uh, without fear of retaliation. But uh a lot, a lot of the times in the ones that like come up later when they run out of their energy, they just kind of like bum rush you to try to kill you as fast as possible or like explode into a whole bunch of like bullets for you to dodge or whatever and become much more dangerous. And it's kind of neat how they play with that, especially because throughout the whole game, if you kill an enemy that has no energy left, they drop health for you. So it's kind of this like risk reward system, uh, that I think is kind of neat. And uh, like at worst, it's probably maybe uh, a little shoddily implemented in some locations. Like some enemy placements are kind of like, what the fuck is this doing here? But for the most part, it felt totally fine. And I thought it was kind of impressive as a first game by this dude. I can't remember his name. It's like Rob paisev or something like that i feel bad i didn't actually write his name down but he's a new indie dev this is his first game that he released by himself and uh yeah i think it's really cool and people should check it out if you want a game that looks like lone survivor if anybody remembers that from uh, jasper 
Burn back in the day. Uh, it has that aesthetic to it, but it has more of a uh, action-y like, combat system where you roll to get out of the way or, uh, yeah, have different weapons and stuff like guns and a pickaxe for melee attacks and all that sort of stuff. It's cool. It's called Redo, and I think it's 10 bucks. So, yeah. Uh, after that, I played Crackdown. Like, a lot of Crackdown. Like, I'm almost done that game. Crack, yeah, I beat crackdown. that game on the weekend. It's real fun. <laughs> like, so, I agree with you. I guess I, we, I can talk a little bit more in depth because uh, I hadn't played it last week when you talked about it. I agree with you that it is Crackdown 1 again, like a remaster, basically. Like, it's just that there's nothing more, nothing new, nothing special to it. But man, that was just fucking fun. Like, it was just fun to sit down and play that thing and get the orbs and get the like little explosion of energy that's like you just leveled up your strength or whatever to level two. And now you can do this or level whatever level the uh, flying fist punch basically is. I think the last one I got so far. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's just that game is nothing but the carrot on the stick sort of thing and driving you forward basic uh structure of you have to take out the captains to get to the lieutenants to get to the main bad guy yeah it's just candy in a video game form and i really really like it and i think it is a perfect thing to get if you have game pass and you should get game pass right now because it is two dollars for two months so it is a heck of a deal right now and you can i mean honestly i even find the ten dollars yeah a month to be pretty good for what you're getting it's uh better if you have xbox but for two dollars if you just have pc like i do you're that's a steal in a crazy way (laughs) yeah yeah and i i have issues with it because it's like everything you do in that like there's no substance really to that game it it is such a shallow game yeah that's what i like Um, about it I didn't want another well, giant sprawling thing because I still have Odyssey to go through. Sure, but I mean, if, if we're trying not to like compare the games, I guess like mm-hmm. looking at this game on its own, you, you're going to go to an area, shoot it, and then you're going to rinse and repeat that exact thing, yeah, over and over, and it never gets any more complicated or more deep than that. It's not like you're going to have to use different strategies against the bosses. It is literally just. No, it's going to lock on, so you don't even really have to worry about aiming. And then you're going to hold down the shoot button until you're done at this area. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah, it's it. I'm, I'm so conflicted on this game because it's it's kind of like junk food. Like it is. It totally like, is. There's you're not getting anything out of this, really. Um, but, you know, it's like it's like short term satisfaction over long term satisfaction. And it, yeah, this is shallow is, I think, just such a really good term for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like that could totally be what someone's looking for. Like I said, it's like a summer blockbuster that is like it's not trying to make you think in any way. It is like it is comfort food. Yep. It is macaroni and cheese. Like, you know, what I mean? it yep. like it is just that. Yep. Um, I kind of wish it was more, though, oh, as I someone that was like all. looking for the next crackdown. Oh, the next yeah. thing with crackdown. Um. Because I could have just gone and played Crackdown 1 again, or 2. And sure. I think 1 is free on Xbox right now. <laughs> and they up everything to 4K. Like, it looks good and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and people should um, or just get game pass and play this as well like yeah so it's weird like like i'm curious what kind of what really happened with crackdown 3 to just to have it be so like uninspiring i think it was always going to be uninspiring well i i doubt that because i feel like I, I can't imagine the devs were were for you know what ha- this game was in development forever mm-hmm. just so long thinking let's just do the same thing again like i doubt that was the case that would that seems like it would have just been tedious the whole time through um maybe so it, it makes me think like maybe there's a story maybe they had grander ideas but as things happened as it got pushed further out so much got like cut back away from it or something and it just kind of turned into crackdown one again i'd be I'd, like i'd be curious to know kind of like the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of what went on with crackdown three yeah i'm sure there's it's, probably it's definitely a, story a curious there. thing yeah like how can like how could crackdown three take this long and be so similar to crackdown one you know what i mean mm-hmm. that being said like, i like be surprised. it a lot and i recommend people yeah, try it no for sure like again I, i'm totally with you it's fun i played through the whole thing like i yeah. like you know i had a, i had a fun time but like I would not have been surprised if this came out a year after Crackdown 2. Because yeah. it is it is so similar. Yep. It almost feels like a plan B. Like they had made this like a year after Crackdown 2. It's like, all right, well, let's try something else, but we can fall back <laughs> if we need to. Yeah, that, well, that's why I think, like, was there other stuff going on, but because of, you know, resources or or weird deals or something, they just had to, like it just kind of kept getting cut down further and further until they're like, well, we have this game working. It's called crackdown one. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, you know? Yeah. It's odd. Especially when like, like saints row has came out between now and then arguably like a better version of crackdown, right? Saints row four. They mm-hmm. did like a lot more with that. They, they took the whole agility orb thing. Um, so it's weird that this didn't even like kind of improve on that. Yep. I don't know. It is that same thing. It's a weird again. game, but it's cool that it's in a um it's cool it's in Game Pass. And uh if you play as Terry Crews, did you play as Terry Crews? No. Wow, I'm I'm shocked. Why didn't you play as Terry Crews? Because I don't care about that meme at all. Okay. I thought he was pretty funny. You mean he meme? Says, He's a gravity. person. <laughs> How can you not care about a That's person, true. Paul? Come on. It's very easy. <laughs> I like that intro scene with him. It's pretty good. I gotta be real. I don't remember it. I don't remember most of that game, honestly, because like, like you said, it is fast food. Like I remember when I go out to a ni- nice restaurant, I don't remember if I have McDonald's. So I sure. don't remember no, yeah, a exactly. lot of that game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of maybe unmemorable fast food, Far Cry New Dawn came out, and I've been playing that. It is okay. the <laughs> Crackdown 3 of Far Cry. Oh, my God. I feel like you could have said that for, like, the last two or three Far Cries, though. Um, So, I guess there's not a whole lot to say about this game. It still plays good. It's still a fun shooter, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the thing that needs to be said about this game that's important is that if there's any thought for somebody that this might be the uh like a blood dragon type spinoff thing where it's crazy and kind of like a linear story with some cool things it is not that at all it is a smaller thing that takes place directly after the events of far cry 5 in this weird post-apocalyptic 
like version of Hope County. Um, but they don't go far enough with anything that makes it interesting in that regard. Like it's another, it's Far Cry. It's another, sh- it's a another shooter that feels fun, and uh, you have some neat weapons, and you have some cool ways to like kill the bad guys and liberate outposts and stuff. So it's that again. And if that's what you're looking for in any way, then sure, pick it up. That's what I was looking for. And I was kind of hoping there'd be a little bit more to it, like a blood dragon where there was like at least a shtick going on. And there kind of isn't, uh, which is a little bit of a disappointment, but I've been having fun with it. I don't have a whole lot to other. At least it's budget priced. It is. Yes. Yeah. And I've even seen it for, you know, 25% 25% off already. Oh yeah, here. I'm sure. And it's been out for less than a week. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I really just wanted to state that if you're thinking that like, it's one of those like neat spinoffs that does something cool, it doesn't. And, uh, it's just another far cry. So temper expectations, I guess. Other than that, uh, I played the 10 hour full, I played the full 10 hours of the, uh, Anthem trial and I am looking forward to, when we are done this podcast in about an hour, that should be open apparently for me to jump back in. And I'm just kind of uh, excited for that. I played a whole bunch of Anthem and that game's cool. So you're, you're planning to like pick up the full thing. Oh, I already did. You're, you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I was surprised to hear that. Yep. Um, I've been playing Anthem too. I have, I've not used up my full trial. I'm probably four or five hours into it. Okay. Um, honestly, it's, it's gotten to a kind of point where the load times are annoying me so much. Yep. They're, I'd rather play something else. Okay. I'm putting this Um, on as an accompaniment to watching YouTube. So every time there's a load time, I just watch YouTube for that time and then turn back. No, for sure. But I'm, I'm sitting down and I'm like, okay, I got about, you know, 45 minutes or an hour to play games. Yeah. I could play Anthem where you know, a solid quarter of that will be low times. Yeah. Um, or I could, you know, and even getting into the game takes like a solid five minutes. Yeah. Um, or I could like jump into apex immediately. Sure. Not have to wait for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, which that, that was kind of taking away from Anthem. Um, I like Anthem. There's, there's a, a lot of things I would change and I'm sure they're probably going to change. Okay. Um, there is a day one patch I, that fixes a lot of issues that people have had. Right. I was just about to say that's actually already live. That yes. went live last night, I believe. Yep. You're right. Um, and that does fix that here. It fixes a lot of the, uh, the load times. So that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, and, and this is coming off like playing a bunch of destiny and it almost part of me is wondering, like, is it unfair to be thinking this? Because, you know, Destiny had problems in its whole first year that they fixed and stuff like it's a live game and stuff like that. Sure. Uh However, Anthem has the uh, the, you know, the the benefit of having seen Destiny get fixed. Why don't they just do what Destiny did in the good version kind of stuff? So it's, you know, so this might go easier if I knew what your issues were. So what's your biggest one? besides So stuff like. Besides loading, so stuff like um the guns are it is it's hard to tell like do I want to upgrade this gun mm. like I can see it'll give me the stats of like which what parts of it are better sure and then it'll give me like the power number and it doesn't do a good job of telling you like well what's more important this power number 
or this, you know, this gun is a level 10, but it says the damage is is worse than my level nine. I think in general, the HUD is terrible. It's absolutely atrocious. The UI is yeah. designed oh, in a way that's picking really your bad. picking your uh, mission. Yeah, it's bad. And I still we, don't we know saw how to pick the, the mission. Sometimes it's it's so weird because you would think like a yeah, like the the whatever the OK button is, whatever console you're using um, is go. But no, that's like enter into which mission do you want? Yeah. And then you got to pick difficulty. And then there's three different like blades you know xbox 360 blade style of like here's your characters and here's if you're matchmaking and that that's there's no way that doesn't get revamped in the next few months yeah i think i agree it's real weird um getting to your like customizing your character and like changing weapons takes way too long that's another load time problem but the fact that that's so split out is annoying oh to the like in destiny yeah, going yeah. you having to go to the forge sucks. Yeah, it kind of does um, because you can't do anything sucks. from there. So from the forge, you can go back to this menu or this menu, but you can't go into a thing directly from. Yeah, it. but also just the fact that you can't like change your loadout on the fly. Yeah, like in Destiny, I can change my gun the like whenever I want. Uh, and this I can't. I have to do it after a mission. I mean, I can make the argument that I could pick up a gun right now, but to build a gun onto a mech would take time. Like, I think that's fine. Because this is a mech guess, game at I the just, end of the day. This isn't a run and gun like. I don't know. This is its future. It's space. They could easily write like it's hard to customize a mech, but it's the future. So you just slap the gun on. Like there's some things. Nano machines. I don't know why I couldn't switch out guns that I can uh, that. Like, obviously, you pick out, like, if you have two different types of guns, you could, like, switch them out. I could understand. But, like, I could understand not being able to switch out your arm cannon or, like, stuff that would be built onto the mech. So, there, I think I there's know, some I feel like I feel like there could be issues in the future. I didn't run into this specifically, but I only played, you know, like, kind of the, the first, like, handful of missions. Mm-hmm. But stuff where it's like, oh, I didn't really know what this mission entailed. I really wish I had brought a sniper rifle. Okay. And yeah. knowing that I have sniper rifles in my forge or locker or whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, call it, yeah. and that I just can't access, I would have to back out. That's that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that super sucks. So I'm playing this multiplayer, which I love that everything's multiplayer. I was saying f- with with Destiny the whole time. Why can't the missions be multiplayer? Like you need to like choose to be playing with specific people. It's not yep. just like play with randoms. Yep. And I love the parts in Destiny where there are just randoms around and they're helping you out and stuff like that. So I like that Anthem, you you can just always have people there with you. That's cool. Sure. It's really good when you're doing a mission that's like, hey, you need to grab 12 glowing orbs. <laughs> yeah. So we can all split up and grab them because yeah, yeah. grabbing 12 of them would suck. Yep. Um, but, uh, the you having to be so close to people sucks i know they're gonna fix that yeah they've already said that Mm -hmm. but what's super annoying is you know it's bioware so they're touting this story this narrative and they don't take into account that you're with people it's hilarious yeah so you'll load into a mission yeah and okay so a few things would happen one one thing that could happen is Let's say you all load in at the same time. That never that's happens. ideal. That's great. Never happens. I've, I've actually had that happen uh, most of the time. Wow. So, okay. So ideal scenario, everyone loads in. Uh-huh. If the people fly forward far away enough, it's going to like warp you to them, which means you get to sit through a loading screen. Yep. And it's going to warp you to where they were. 
Yeah, to the, when your loading screen started to the like so checkpoint that, means, that they hit for the mission, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So that means if they kept going, as soon as you get out of that loading screen, yeah. you're back into another loading screen because they made it to the next spot. Yeah. While at the same time, each time they're getting to a checkpoint, they're talking to a new character or they're uncovering an artifact or whatever, and they're going through the story of that mission. Yep. And you don't get to see that. You get to watch the loading screen. Yep. And it just kind of weirdly pulls you along. I've had that happen. That's infuriating. Yeah. The other thing that sucks is it'll match make you halfway into a mission. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. Uh, Which is insane to me because it didn't even give me the opportunity to like race behind someone and try and keep up. It was literally like, oh, no, this mission was like halfway done, but they had an open slot. So here you go. Yeah. Are you are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, like it like it's. It's making me like want to not play with people, which really sucks because that is one of the things I really liked about Anthem. It's something I've been wanting from Destiny. Mm-hmm. So it's probably it's pretty much going to be like I'm only playing this when I can play like co-op with my friend so that I get best of both worlds because I know he won't be an ass. Not even he being an ass because these people obviously don't know what they're doing. Sure. But the the game doesn't say like, hey, you should slow down or something like that. Or it doesn't like wait to start the dialogue until everyone's there mm-hmm. that would be insane because if you have one jerk off just running around it's like hey we need to progress why are you even playing this game <laughs> yeah i don't know just weird stuff like that and that it, it makes the game just feel like like rough like you can see how they could fix it but it just requires like a lot of sanding down mm-hmm. also i think the combat in destiny feels way better Oh, I don't agree at all. I really, really like the combat in Anthem. I feel like just it, I, maybe because I don't have like strong enough weapons. Mowing yet or down a bunch like of dudes with my shield and then like ground pounding from the air and all that stuff is real. I do, fucking I do like the specials. Like, um, yeah. like so who are you playing as? The Colossus. Oh, uh, and I don't have that one. That's the big guy, I'm assuming. The, yeah, the one with the shield that you get that thing that does 300 percent more shield damage and you are literally just a fucking lawnmower for dudes is real good. OK. Cool. I'm playing as Storm. Okay. Um, and I like Storm's elemental attacks, like bringing down like a lightning bolt. Very cool. Okay. I think all the gunplay just, I don't, I don't know if it's like the audio design. There's like not enough bass or something. It just feels like weak, especially in comparison to like Destiny where their alien guns are making real cool noises. And when you get a headshot, like a geyser of like steam comes out of the enemy for whatever <laughs> reason. Like there's a satisfying punch mm-hmm. to destiny, which makes sense. Like these guys know shooters so well, right? They yeah. did halo. So I would expect that. Yeah, for destiny. sure. Um, I guess by, I don't come to Bioware for uh, a, like a great shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just kind of a bummer that it, uh, but again, how can you not compare this to destiny? Right? Yeah. I mean, you could more aptly compare it to warframe probably. And that does that better too. It does combat better. So okay. I guess I there's that. Warframe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Warframe does uh, um, the gun stuff better. So there is that aspect of it. I'll say the flying is cool. The flying is very cool. Uh, uh, you don't get to fly long enough. Yeah, um, there's some issues with it for sure. I really like the uh, idea that you can cool down your jets by just like dropping extraordinarily fast and using the wind and momentum to do that. That's neat. But it usually yep, ends up like you crashing in the water. <laughs> Yeah, the skimming the water, going through waterfalls and stuff, that's all super dope. 
Yeah, that's cool. So there is something kind of interesting about like, hey, we need to get here and like jumping from like one waterfall to a next and like kind of planning your flight. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But when you don't do that, it like immediately just feels awful yeah, yeah. because now you need to like stop on the ground and like wait for five seconds. Like it, it, it is such a momentum killer. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it is literally you were at you were at like this is the best part of the game. I'm having so much fun and it can drop so hard, literally and figuratively. I've, speaking of momentum killers, I hate the town. I hate doing everything in the town. I just want to fly sure. and shoot stuff. I, get, I just don't care, I guess. There's that, but it just feels slow. Like, just just let me hold shift to run, man, if I, you're going to put me in this you town. Can't, you can run. That's not a run. Come on. It's so slow. It's it's way better. And they didn't even have that in the uh, demo. Mm. So, like, thank God that they added that in there. Yeah. Uh, I haven't found a character that I'm super into, which is kind of a bummer. I really like that'll happen. I really like any time there is an exposition dump that is a pre-rendered cutscene of things that happened. Those are super dope. Otherwise, I don't care what the characters have to say to me. Okay, sure. I can see that. Mm. Uh, I will say I like the um, like the map, like how tall and big it is. Like it is cool just like flying and then it tells you you have to go down and it's like, oh, we have to go like really far down. This was a big ass cliff like. That's really cool. And again, that connects with just how cool the flying can be. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of people to play this with, so I don't have that uh, multiplayer issue. But because you're playing on Xbox, I'm assuming that's why you don't have that issue where people load in faster because I'm playing with people with different hard drive speeds. So I am consistently (laughs) being left behind at the start of the mission, and it is infuriating. Yeah, no, for the most part, we're like all there on like the launch pad or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, And then the rare time it loads me in like a third of the way through a mission and it's yeah, ridiculous. That happens a few times. Yeah. Yep. I am uh, extraordinarily excited to get back into it. I really like it a lot. I, I, yeah, I do want to play more. I want to see more of it. Um, I, I'm kind of excited about what Anthem could be because I'm sure they are going to update stuff. Yep. Because uh, like I said, Destiny got so much better. Yep. Um, so that, that's kind of what I'm excited about. It does, uh, make me think I might not be so into the division two because it's kind of the same gameplay style, but if that has less loads, <laughs> then maybe I'll look into it. That's, that's the other weird thing. Um, so I'm excited about the division two mm-hmm. and I just like if the division two hits the ground running, which I'm assuming it would, it, it, they went through division one. Sure. They've, they've learned. I don't know if I'm going to play much of Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just going to eat Anthem's lunch. Yeah, it could. Uh, so, which is also kind of a bummer. Cause I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's too many games. There are too many games. Uh, that's all I've been playing. So why don't you continue with yours? Yeah, I only got one more. I've been playing a lot of apex, quite a bit of apex. I, I saw you uh, got like, a win. I got it at, yeah, I, this nice. morning I got the champion. It was so good. My team carried me to that win. <laughs> I barely did anything. Uh, that's not true. I revived some people. I got a kill when it was in against the last squad when it really mattered. Um, but I was definitely playing with some extremely good people because I died immediately oh. when we landed. <laughs> yeah. And then each of them took out a squad by themselves. <laughs> so by the time wow. they res me, they had each three kills under their belt. Um, well, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, no, that game is just like it's clicked for me. I I have guns that I know I want um, guns. I know I dislike, you know, different things like that. I know the map pretty well now. Uh, 
I'm I'm enjoying Apex quite a bit. And like I said, it is it is such an easy game to just jump into because it loads so fast because there's so many people playing it. Uh, and and against the other stuff I was playing right this week, Anthem load times. It's just so much easier to like. Oh, I'll just jump in it to uh, uh, Apex real quick. Let's do a mission or two. And there's something to be said for like when I got my championship win, I hit like ready up on the next game immediately. I think that says a lot. Um, so I was wondering. I was like, if I get number one, am I just going to be kind of done? Like, what's the drive here? No, I wanted to play more. I switched to a brand new character, and it's like, all right, time to try someone else and do that. Uh, I got my win with Gibraltar for those keeping track at home. Um, but yeah, that's just a really good game. And it's free, so... I'm actually pl- planning to buy the Battle Pass, depending on what they're offering with it. Um, I think it's next month they said the Battle Pass will be coming. Okay. So if, it, if it's a good-sounding Battle Pass, I'm, like, 100% in to, like, put some money in there um, outside of, like, buying loot boxes. Cool, man. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at with a- Apex. Um John, you've been gone two weeks. What have you been playing? Not all that much. Been playing Tetris 99, like I mentioned. Uh, I looked up that tweet I was talking about. Kevin DDR, as of uh, February 19th, so two days ago, has played 266 games of Tetris 99 and has won 191 of them. <laughs> oh, okay, then. That is that is disgusting. That is- yeah, that's insane. I've probably played like 50 games of Apex and I won one. <laughs> Uh, what I've actually been playing, obviously Tetris 99, uh, I played for Valentine's Day recently, I hooked up the PS3 and we started playing Yakuza 3. We finally okay. gave up on waiting for the remaster to come out and just decided to actually play through them. Okay. That is Yakuza. <laughs> is this the one where it's just his, like, half of, half his face on the cover? Yes. Okay. This is the one I own. Okay. I haven't played it, okay. but... Uh, there's yeah, se- I this seems one. okay so far um the translation is different because obviously it's not the atlas company that the, they've used for the, all the the more recent ones so some of the names are different which is a little weird and i believe this is also the version that cut out a bunch of content like the uh, cabaret clubs and stuff so it's gonna it's gonna oh. be weird going through and being like all right why is that not there oh okay whatever game <laughs> but uh it plays like yakuza it continues the storyline we're just curious to see where it goes as always all right did you finish kingdom hearts 3 yes did we i guess i that was last week and i missed that huh yep yeah uh finished kingdom hearts 3 uh uh, yeah okay rank them rank all the kingdom hearts now god out of the ones we played I, i think i like two the best and i don't know if that's saying much I don't know. You're asking the wrong people. Um, my problem with three was that somehow for a game that has had 11 entries in the series, the story felt rushed. Okay. It, it <laughs> didn't. The ending, this, this just didn't feel good story wise. The combat was really fun. I enjoyed the gameplay. That was great. And they did a bunch of really cool stuff with a bunch of the worlds. Like, I, I really dug the Pirates world, the Toy Story world. Like, a bunch of the worlds that they had there were excellent. And then there were some terrible ones, too. Like, uh, uh, the Frozen one somehow ended up being the worst one. And not because of it was it was Frozen. It just because it was just really dumb what happened in that whole world. 
Is it because Olaf is there? Because I would believe Olaf that, didn't that help, sucks. but he's not the reason I don't like the Frozen world. Okay, he's the reason I don't really like Frozen. That's yep. fair. I've heard that. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yep. Um. Yeah. No. Like I said, gameplay was real good. Uh. But uh. Eh, and kind of everything else. Does it have a definitive ending, or is there going to be more? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. That's the worst part is it, it, it looked like it was actually going to do one. Then they were like, ah, no, this still makes money. Is there an ending to it or is it literally just like, and the, here's the actual bad guy? Uh, no. Next time. I, I, well, I can't say anything without spoilers, but like, let me, yeah, don't, don't let me put it this way. There's two secret cutscenes you can unlock at the end of the game. One got patched in. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Both both teased to more Kingdom Hearts. Awesome. Cool. Can't can't wait. It, it has an ending to the first saga. I don't even know if I'd even call it that. I still feel like you, that you can't even do that. And I can't really say it without spoiling anything at this point, but let me just say I was not I did not like the ending. Okay. Fair. Uh was it worth it? You you started this Kingdom Hearts journey many moons ago. Um, for someone who, for someone who really only got into the series like in the past like what two months, it's all right. But if I had been mm. waiting like thirteen years or however the hell long it's been for that, I would have been upset. Yeah, yeah. Reese, would you go as far as to say those people should have moved on? They wasted their time. <laughs> mm, no, I don't think I'd go that far. Like, I, I okay. get why people like the series, but, like, uh, I think it was just kind of poorly done in a lot of aspects. Some things were really good. Like I said, the gameplay in certain parts are really good. I actually really liked what they did with the gummy ships this time around. It was definitely the best time they've done that. Some of the worlds have, like, really interesting gameplay, weird aspects to parts of them, but, like, they still played good. It's just, it's weird how... I don't think I've played a game in a while that has made me feel like it has so many ups and downs as much as Kingdom Hearts 3 has. Okay. So what what, what would you want from a Kingdom Hearts 4? Uh, an ending? You want it to end? You, you, no, you want it to no, actually No, I want end. like closure maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I can't say anything without just spoiling shit. Uh, mm. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm so conflicted on this one, dude. Especially having <laughs> just come off of Kingdom Hearts two, I felt like I felt like two knew what it was better than three did at times. Well, I'm sure three had a much different development process than two. Yeah, considering how long it took. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised know, if man. three was kind of a mess. But like they were still putting the, out like, games between two and three, so you'd think they would have like hide that down i guess i don't know i don't i don't know what to think when it comes to Kingdom. that's Hearts, so. that's fair and that's i think we'll leave it at that then i'll talk to you guys about actual spoiler stuff after the cast if you want <laughs> sure but yeah just nothing for the recording uh other yeah. than that yakuza 3 we talked about uh i started doing for game clearing this time around uh the original doom because okay, I never, I've never played it before because I was not allowed to as a kid on PC. Okay, cool. So you played, you played the that reboot though, right? 
Uh, a, lo- Switch, a little bit of 2016, yeah. Okay. But like the original Doom, never never really played it. Wasn't allowed to. So I don't think I played Doom either. It's, uh, it's got... I can see why people... Like, it's so revered. And I can also see that it is a very early 90s first-person shooter. <laughs> yep. Because sure. some of those mm-hmm. maps got a good, got are... Got a good comment in the chat. Doot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Doot is an excellent comment. I agree. Yep. Yep. Uh, my... Yeah, I think my qualm with it is some of those maps are actually terrible <laughs> thank god there's a overhead map feature or that game would actually be bad yep but i'm enjoying it uh, did, did you beat it no we're not done yet we got halfway through it because okay. doom's in four chapters and apparently there's a fifth chapter coming out soon but uh does that count no i'm not gonna do the fifth chapter but like the uh, the other okay. two i'm gonna do I, I like a, rem- I like a lot about this, but I can also definitely see like it's got like that early '90s, like hey, we're still figuring this genre out kind of deal. A lot of people have been telling me like, yeah, Doom Two will feel more like what you're looking for, probably. Yeah, are you playing legit Doom or Z Doom? So good. Are you playing legit Doom or Z Doom? Uh, can you use your mouse to Doom? Basically, oh, okay. GZ Doom. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I I could have mapped it to a controller, so then I could have just done classic. But yeah. I was just like, for for sanity's sake. Yep. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, I started playing Oniken, which is basically yes. uh, Ninja Gaiden meets Shinobi. That's the best way to describe that game. It's put out by the guys. Okay. This is their first game, I think, from the studio that did Odalis the Dark Call. Which I think is a better yes. known game of theirs. I don't remember the studio name, I don't unfortunately. Think I know that game either. They're all retro inspired games. Like uh Oniken, or sorry, Odalis plays like Castlevania, basically. Yep. But uh this game's really fun. Uh nice little hack and slash that wants to be Ninja Gaiden. It has like the proper cutscenes for it and all this jazz. And I I like it. It's been a fun little thing. Uh they both came out on the Switch, I think, last week or two weeks ago, and they're on sale for about twenty percent off, so I figured I'd hop onto it and get into them. Cool. Yeah. Sounds and good. I like it. It's fun so far. I uh, cool. just hope to get more time into it. But there's a weird controller bug that I don't know if that's in the PC version as well or not, or if it's just in the Switch one. Uh, if you hold up, which I believe is the button you use to use your sub attacks, like you wouldn't say uh, a Castlevania or Ninja Gaiden, mm-hmm. uh, you can't move to the right, but only to the right. Like, if you oh. hold diagonal up right, you will lock in place. But if you hold diagonal up and left, you will walk to the left. Oh, and also, weird. it weird. does that in midair. So if you're jumping and then you accidentally tap up when oh, you're sucks. jumping, you will just freeze in place. And it sucks. That's my only gripe so far with that game. And I, I do mm. not know if that is in the PC version or if it's just a weird uh, Switch exclusive bug. Yeah, I don't know. It's not just it's not just you. This is a thing that multiple people are running into. I don't know. Um, I haven't uh, looked it up. All right. That is weird, though. Hmm. Other than that, it's all about playing. All right, then. Let's do some news. Uh, Paul, why don't you do these first ones, and then I'll do the ones I put in here. Sure. Uh... 
Steam realized that their video service is getting no love, so their uh, Valve is closing that. Basically, uh, they are keeping their video service for uh, video game related stuff specifically uh, because those that's kind of what people like actually watched on Steam, if anything at all. Examples of this being the payday stuff. There was a Killing Floor uh, uh, short videos thing that was released on there. There was a short film of uh, Papers, Please was on there as well. That did pretty well. So, yeah, they just decided to pull the plug on, like, trying to rent videos out or whatever the hell they were doing. And uh, they're just going to keep those those servers up for, like, video game related stuff, basically. I barely remember them having any kind of video presence. I remember Indie Game the movie was on there. Yeah, exactly. They had some other video uh, movies that you could like rent or buy or whatever on there as well. Like actual movies? Yeah, but no one ever did. <laughs> so obviously. I don't remember even seeing it in the storefront. Like they, those were not advertised. So I have this theory that, like, yeah, they kind of killed it themselves by like, you know how in YouTube, if you start watching a sort of video the algorithm picks up that you like that thing and it'll just feed you that. I think you probably wouldn't get any video recommendations in steam unless you had downloaded some of the stuff from like their video store essentially. And I had, because I got the killing floor and like papers, please and payday stuff. So I did get recommendations every now and then, but like I always ignored them. So seeing this news today made sense. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> Like i I might have been like part of the demographic that would have actually used that thing. And I didn't fucking use that thing. So I don't know who did honestly. Uh, so yeah, this one next one was from our discord. Apparently the U S government took, uh, music from Yoshi's Island for a flash game about recycling. Yes. Which is hilarious. (laughs) It's, uh, on a site, I can't actually click it because it'll get through the recording, but it's on a site called Recycle City Challenge, and uh, it looks like if you go www.epa.gov slash Recycle City, I think it might take you to that, from what I can tell here, but uh, this is kind of weird. Uh, so apparently The Verge reached out to the EPA after for a comment. And they were told the Recycle City Challenge game was created for EPA by a contractor. We're looking into whether the contractor received permission to use the music, which is probably a no. And to the extent permission was necessary in this instance. So, yeah. Weird. They as weird. The U.S. government got copy claim. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, this game also would not load for me, so. Okay. There you go. Um... Should we save the next now one? I don't even know what to do with all this paper. <laughs> if only there was a flash game with music I recognize yeah. to tell me. <laughs> if only. Uh, should we save the next one for last since it's the big news? I yeah. guess. Okay. Um, in that case, Fallout 76 banned a super fan for having too much ammo. I looked into a bunch of resources for this story because... First of all, it sounds stupid as hell. And uh, second of all, headline. I, even though Bethesda has really been pissing me off, I still don't trust people to not cheat. And that's what he got banned for is for cheating. So I looked into a bunch of resources. And from what I could tell, what happened is this dude has 900 hours in Fallout 76. He has a level 450 something account, main account. And uh, 
his motto has been pick up all ammo, basically, except for handgun ammo. Because like crime directive, pick up all ammo. Yeah, no, he apparently just picks up all ammo to the point where he had so much normal handgun ammo taking up all his inventory space that he decided to give all of it away in some random location that he like set on Reddit or whatever for like free ammo because he had he needed room. They have an inventory limit in this. Wait, game, so what's apparently. the cheating part of this? The cheating part is there's no cheating. They think he was duplicating ammo, but really. He's been playing for 900 hours and he was transferring ammo from his level 450 whatever account to a level two new account he started to do it again. And they just figured, oh, he's probably cheating. Let's ban the only guy playing our game this much. So that was that's the (laughs) Bethesda said there's no way anybody would play this piece of crap for 900 hours. He must be cheating. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, I just had to bring this one up. There's like a few videos on it as well and a whole bunch of different resources. But apparently he is waiting for a patch to go through that will remove anything that was created with this duplicate item feature that apparently exists in the game. Because at that point, he will be able to put in a ticket and say, look, (laughs) I'm still still sitting on this pile of ammo. I'm still the cane of ammo. (laughs) So, yeah, weird, man. Just freaking. This is, weird. This is all stupid. It's super stupid. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll take these next two. Uh, Dreams, the meaty molecule game, is coming to early access this spring. Um, not much of a news story there. What I found interesting about it, though, is Dreams is a PS4 exclusive. The PS4 does not have an early access program. Uh, mm. So this would imply the PS4 is getting an early access program finally. Or Dreams is just getting special treatment. But that's not like Sony to give one game special treatment. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this could go in a number of different ways. I just thought this was kind of interesting. I guess we'll wait and see what exactly happens. Yeah. They should have an early access program. Xbox has one. Like, yep. let's go. Come on. Catch up with the times. Yep. Um, but yeah, we'll guess eventually we'll get to see. Right now it's just spring 2019. Uh, have you guys seen any of Dreams? No. no. The game looks ridiculous. Okay. I, would, I would recommend looking up some videos. People are just making first person shooters in that. Excuse me, in that game. Cool. Looks crazy. Yeah, sounds cool. Um, and next news story is that Scalebound might be getting revived. So that's not entirely true. Okay, then. All right, so the deal is right now that uh, there's a report from, I believe, it was someone from Game Informer, like an editor of Game Informer, saying Nintendo is currently in talks to bring back a well-known canceled game from, from like, uh, from the brink, and they're going to put it on the Switch. Let me see if I can get if the exact quote's actually on this link or not. Uh, but uh, the whole deal is that the rumor going around is that something is being brought back. And uh, the speculation right now is that it is scale bound, but most people are saying it's not scale bound because most of that seems to be getting put into astral chain, which is the other, the platinum game that's coming out for those. don't know what scale bound is. This was the uh, Microsoft's exclusive that platinum uh, platinum games was putting out. Yeah. It was all about dragons and a dude wearing headphones. Yeah. 
Right. And then that infamously yeah. got canceled, like, or quietly got canceled, like, in the past year. So, oh. uh, actually, we didn't pull a story from Discord because it, this is the exact same story, but with Scalebound. There was a story in our Discord saying that there was rumor that Kingdom Hearts is coming to the Switch. And it's literally the exact same thing where Imran Khan said, we're bringing back something that, like, nobody will expect, basically. And we didn't pull that because we don't pull rumors. <laughs> yeah so the yeah, problem well, is i had seen yeah, this, this pop is, up in a few different places which is why i, I pulled this one mm. yeah this uh, this is rumor's been going around for like a week now uh mm. a lot of people have been shooting around ideas for what they think it's going to be Scalebound is one of the p- most popular ones right now next gotcha. most popular was like project hammer and then Mega Man Legends 3. Those were like the three big ones that people are speculating would be the, the brought back from cancellation game. Oh, I didn't hear the Mega Man one at all. Man, that would yeah. be neat. <laughs> There's a game that's thought to be dead that Nintendo is reviving, says Game Informer Senior Editor Imran Khan. He ended on Kind of Funny Games last week. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see. It would be actually really funny if it was Scalebound, though. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm going back to where I first saw it, and I, and I was seeing a few different sources pointing at Scalebound, so who who knows? If that? If yeah, that's this, this article that you linked says, like, I have confidence in my sources to report that it is my understanding that Scalebound has been resurrected as a project to release <laughs> uh, as a Switch exclusive. Given Microsoft's previous involvement, it remains unclear to me whether development has been completely rebooted from scratch or, at the very least, its ambition is scaled back. Seeing as now it's destined for the nimble but less powerful portable home console. Hmm. I don't know. Well, the the fact of the matter is we're not going to know until probably E3 if I had to guess. Right. Uh, all right. Speaking about Nintendo, uh, announced today Reggie Fizeme will be stepping down as president of Nintendo of America. He's retiring in the next few months. Um, he is being replaced by what do they used to be vice oh, i guess just the senior vice president of sales and marketing uh doug bowser uh which obviously yeah. spawned a ton of jokes yep um uh but anyways yeah kind of end of an era uh sad sad to see it happen reggie seemed like a cool guy um Obviously spawned a lot of memes that were quite enjoyable. Yep. My body is ready. It's always great. Mm-hmm. Never not funny. Um, he put out a, a video of like a two minute long video, just kind of explaining, you know, he's in good health. He's literally just retiring, going to spend time with his friends and family. So it's, you know, nothing malicious or, or bad here. It's just dude's getting old. He's got enough money in the bank account and he's taken off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Good for him. He's gonna be missed, though. He has. So, I feel like he's so much part of Nintendo's personality at this point. Yep, I'll agree. Yep, but I mean, I mean, I would have said the same for Iwata. Yeah. So it's just you know, I get moving on. I guess it also. Uh, I keep forgetting that he has been there for like fourteen years. Hmm. <laughs> At, le- uh, at least yeah this article i have says 15 years yeah so like it's um, been a while yep I don't, I don't think it's been 15 years of him coming out like on stage at e3s because i don't remember him like always being there uh when, when I, i'm trying to think when was the first time i like saw reggie probably around like the Wii, late Wii, maybe 
Uh, I believe I, I saw footage of him holding like a prototype DS. Or it might have been three. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Okay. I could have seen And that. I remember yeah. Wii Music because he was part of that. So. Yes, I definitely remember the Wii Music E3 event. Which was like 2007 sure. or something like that. Yeah. With whoever that drummer guy that was. That drummer guy. Never forget him. Yeah. I, I remember looking him up recently and he, he actually like does stuff. Like he's still around. Uh, but I don't remember enough. But yeah, anyway, so long, Reggie. I'm curious. Uh, I, I, I haven't followed any of Doug Bowser. They, they linked a lot of clips in his video of him doing other press related stuff. And I haven't seen any of those. So I guess we'll wait to see what Doug Bowser's like during a Nintendo Direct. Um, yeah, not much else to say there. But yeah, good for him. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he enjoys the retirement. As long as he's healthy, like, I have nothing about yeah, it definitely all. better than like passing away yeah you know like a water for sure yeah that was a hard one um for sure but i would yeah i would recommend people go look up that video because it's you know it's heartwarming and it's nice it's just two minutes cool all right let's do some questions <clears throat> uh people want to send in questions it is top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the facebook group the discord channel and john's p.o box and i will read this first one from kevin who says, what's the best Yakuza game on PS4, not counting Fist of the North Star game? Uh, the Fist of the North Star game. So, 0, 1, 2, and 6. Uh, this is for you. Probably 0, because I feel like it's the most approachable game at this point, and it's one of the ones with the most content. But I also can't speak for 6, because I'm on 3. So, mm. I would out of like 0, 1, and 2, I would recommend 0. All right. Uh, also, probably a good starting point. Um, what's the fastest paced action game? <laughs> oh, fastest paced action game. Uh, what's considered faster than Bayonetta? I guess Metal Gear Rising. I was thinking Metal Gear yeah, Rising. Okay. Um, yep. I haven't played it, but I always heard about um, Vanquish. Yeah, that, yeah, that's Vanquish fast is too. pretty fast. That's a shooter. I guess it's still an action game, though. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I would probably, I would probably say Metal Gear Rising. Can you slow down time in Metal Gear Rising? Because you can in Bayonetta. Yes. Yeah. There's the okay. focus mode, so you can cut them up into pieces. Yep. Oh right, that's which is awesome. Yeah. Do you remember when they were first showing off that game, like the weird watermelon slicing yep, yeah. trailers? Yep. Those are great. What a weird game that is. Yep. That's probably the answer. Devil May Cry is pretty fast. I would argue Devil May Cry is pretty slow compared to the other those now. Okay. All right. It's been a while since I played one, so. Uh, well, five's coming out real soon, so we'll see if that speeds it up. But even from the demo, I would have said like this plays just like four and four is fast, but. Bayonetta and, and Metal Gear Rising are way faster. Okay. Well, there you go. I'll take the next one. Sir Chasm said, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX is available on the 3DS eShop for $6 American, assuming the remaster for Switch is sold for 60 American. What would have to be added to make it worth spending 10 times more than the 21-year-old version? I think this is a good question. Mm. What would have to be added? I, I was about hmm. ready to just kind of rag on it. Like, well, they're adding a third dimension. So that's one thing. 
But then I realized, you know what? No, actually, I think they've got a point on this because technically they're not. So here's the thing for me. It's the ease of access because I'd rather have it on my switch. <laughs> but that that's a, t- a 10 times increase. Like, I, I think Chasm might have that's a point true. on this like, one. This this is a good question. And it doesn't even have to be specific to Link's Awakening because mm-hmm. this is off, always this has definitely happened on other scenarios. Like we probably even like own Link's Awakening. I, I know yeah, I do. Of course. And, but actually buying it again would be easier for me than getting that my copy of it. Sure. But regardless, like. If someone was coming to you right now to say like, "Hey, Link's Awakening," I was I was thinking of checking it out. Yeah, which one would you recommend? The cheaper one. I always okay, recommend so, the cheaper one. Yeah, that's a that's okay. a pretty big price difference, honestly. Well, then, should anyone be buying this new remake? Probably not. I- I mean, I don't know. I so then should we ever remake? Well, no. here's the thing: is Fucking I, make I new want games. it. Jesus Christ! Why is it so hard? I want hard? it, so I will pay money for it if I think it's worth that to me at the time. That's just the market, right? Well, I mean, what, what he's asking is, what? It, how is it worth it? Like, what is making because it I worth want it? it? Like, what is? I don't understand. It's a subjective thing. It's not worth it, but let it let's looks be real. Neat. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. If they don't add any new content to this game and still charge full price, they're going to get raked over the coals. Sure. I don't know. They well, keep they making. They remade uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Yes, but neither of those were really. full price. To be fair, I don't think this will be either. Th- that would be suicide. Um, were they not? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure they were both sold to cheaper. Wind Waker okay, definitely but, was. I don't quite remember because I because I got Wind Waker as a review unit and I did not. See, the problem is get, uh, I remember getting Twilight Princess with the Amiibo, so I remember paying around full mm. price. So I think the Amiibo might have bumped that up a bit. Mm. Okay. Either way, though, even if it's a budget price, it's not going to be the price of no. you know going and finding like a used copy or whatever or a, a digital version sure. of the the cheaper one, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So those were fine, weren't they? I mean, they added tiny little things, but they didn't add like a new dungeon. Sure. But what if you're the kid that only has a Switch? Now you have to buy a 3DS and the game? Yeah, I think that makes a better option. It's like, you don't have an option here. Yeah, if you have options, but I think, yeah. I think I think it's kind of implied in the question, you have the option sure. of one or the other. Mm-hmm. So why go for the new one if it's 10 times the price? I mean, uh, you probably shouldn't if you're asking this question, is the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess for me, it's because I already have that exact experience away. Like I, I I did that one. Okay. And the new one will give me it's maybe the you know the same layout of the map and stuff, but there is something new to that. They they are adding the art style. It's going to look different. Mm. Having it on the Switch is going to it's regardless. It's going to look and handle different than a Game Boy. Do you think the art style change is uh, worth? Uh, like I'll bite. We'll just assume sixty American or whatever. Well, I, I, I yes and no. I mean, you also have to keep keep in mind. Link's Awakening came out on the Game Boy, which is a two button yep. handheld. Mm-hmm. So this one will fundamentally feel and play a little different just by having more buttons, and I don't have to pause and switch everything. <laughs> right. So th- there will be something d- different to it. Mm-hmm. Um. But again, even if it was just the art style, like 
I I personally would because sure. I like that game yeah. and there's no way I would replay it as is because I already did that and I, and I personally just don't replay games. Yeah. Um. Like so I wouldn't recommend. If I was going this, to play one, if that's a whole different thing, like this seems like something I would enjoy, so I don't mind spending the money for it. But if somebody said like which version should i play you should always get the cheaper one why would you not if it's the exact same game yeah that's it's a hard one yeah if someone came up and asked me like i've never played them before and if both were out and available it would it would be a i it would be a hard sell for me to say get the new one um because they are saving so much money how much would it be to buy an older handheld and an older version of that game. Just like if you didn't have it, would it be cheaper than if you had a switch and had to pay 60 for the new one? Like buy it, like buy oh, yeah. a, a game boy, you mean, yeah. or do you mean do the 3ds route? A game boy of any game sort. Boy. And then the game as well. Yeah. The cheapest game boy you could probably get for that would be around 20 to 40 bucks. And okay. the yeah. game, it, oh, okay. the game the itself is probably 20 bucks right now. I'm, I'm looking it up. I, that seems high. Even that, if that was high, that's, that's, that's still that seems $20 less. Total. So. Link's Awakening Vanilla. Uh, cartridge by itself, 21 bucks US. Link's Awakening Player. Yeah, I'm looking at eBay. You can get a Game Boy Advance. Don't, oh, okay, for system, yeah. I was going to say, don't go to, <laughs> game, don't go to eBay for the game, because you will get a bootleg yeah. that will break very quickly. I did not know that, but... Yep. Um, for the Game Boy, I'm seeing like 18 bucks, 20 bucks for a Game Boy Advance. Okay, so that's the cheaper way to get. Like, if you just wanted to play this game, maybe I would recommend just getting a full new system and that game then. Sure. Yeah, I'm looking at the. <laughs> there's four listings that came up on the price chart for Link's Awakening DX, which is the Game Boy Color version of the game, the one that ha- mm-hmm. added extra stuff. And at least three of them are bootlegs. <laughs> Great. How do you know? They're yellow for starters. Oh, okay. But yeah, no. I would do it. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, eBay is notorious. You don't you don't buy Game Boy or Game Boy Advance games off of uh, eBay unless it's an absolutely trusted seller, and you uh, you uh, don't mind possibly getting screwed over. I'm looking at Amazon, and these are going to be through, like, third-party sellers through Amazon. Mm-hmm. The game looks to be about anywhere from 15 to 25 bucks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you're getting close to the price of the Switch one, but still less than that. Yeah. That's, so then, that's less than half. So then, to go back to well, the look, question... Oh, with the, well, with I was, the system, I was saying, like, with tw- the system, right? Yeah, with the system, yeah. So then to go back to the question is, is uh, if this is a whole matter of like, if somebody was saying, I want to play this for the first time, I obviously won't recommend the more expensive one. But for me personally, the fact that there's a different art style and just kind of a new look and feel to the game is enough for because it's a game I love. So that's enough for me. Right. Because but you but that's with the caveat of you did play the other one. Yeah. The old one. Okay. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I don't have to justify like liking a thing really because I wouldn't recommend doing the more expensive way. That's absurd. Uh 
looks like there's a second part to this. Alternatively, if the remaster is approximately the same experience, will it still sell well despite the significantly cheaper option? That's... I I mean, yeah, it's a Zelda game, and there are tons of people who have not played Link's Awakening. That game is old. Didn't that game come out in, like, 92, 91? Like, it'll sell well, I'm sure. 93. That game's old, yeah. It, I think it'll, of course, sell well. It has, it's Zelda's on the title. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right, John, you want to take this one from Hebrew Lantern? Yep. Uh, Hebrew Lantern says... If video games or levels had faces, what games or levels would you punch in the face? Dark Souls. Just punch Dark Souls in the face. <laughs> the whole game. The, yeah. the entire game. I'm trying to think right. of like an escort mission. It's one of the reasons I didn't think Ico was that good. I can see that. Um, I would punch Ico in the face. <laughs> I would punch 99 Knights in the face. That's fair. Wow. That that's a lo- long time from that callback. <laughs> Jesus. I would punch Hyrule Warriors in the face. Yeah, I was Actually, I wonder, that one. Yeah, I wonder what kind of game Sean doesn't like. Also Mario yep. Party. <laughs> I'd punch Mario Party in the face, yeah. sure. Uh for levels, I don't know, maybe ice levels. I'm trying to think of like really neat ice levels in games. Slow that- underwater stages. Oh yeah! I'll give you a good ice level. Uh, the Donkey Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze. Um, there's some very cool like silhouette, mm. uh, like ice snowy levels that are awesome. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, water levels are an easy one for sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, like Mar- even like Mario water levels, I would punch in the face. Yep. <laughs> yep. Some I definitely would. Most Mario Maker stages. Yep. <laughs> Man, that is. Yeah, you weren't here for the announcement. Do you have any thoughts to share uh, on Mario Maker 2? Called it. Also, <laughs> Rip Wii U, I believe, was the trending hashtag at the time, too. I mean, that game is the reason I have my Wii U hooked up. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least it's a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Although. You know, it's so good, I might have just bought it again just to have it more accessible. Looks like they're adding That's quite fair, a yeah. bit of stuff to it, too, so. For sure. Yeah, and there's still stuff they haven't told us, like, supposedly there's uh, co-op. Hmm. That's, yeah. that's what people because are speculating. Like, new Super Mario Bros? Because of the yeah. Luigi. That's what people are speculating currently. <clears throat> mm. okay. Could be. I mean, that's weird. Kimberly writes in, I was playing uh, Let's Go Eevee. And I almost accidentally used my Master Ball on a Pidgey. Oh, no. Thankfully, I saw it in time, but I would have considered that a grave video game sin. Yeah. Have you guys done anything dumb in a video game that you would consider a gaming sin? I think I actually did that that. as a kid. The throwing the Master Ball at a Pidgey. Yep. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Or just like a shitty Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. I think for the first few Pokemon games, I just did it on... The legendary at the end. Okay. But then I I definitely stopped doing that. At least I know for Gen 3, I definitely did not do that. 
uh, and it became a challenge of like, can I never use the master ball? Done things. Okay, here's one that's just fresh in my memory because of all the fucking Tetris 99. Every time I put a chunky boy on top of where like I would get a Tetris by getting all the slim gym in there is the most annoying. Wait, what's fucking a chunky thing. boy? You know, the fucking two two. Four bl- a block. Yeah, a block. Uh, the square? Yeah. Like anytime I accidentally <laughs> cover up like a perfect Tetris, it makes me actually hate myself. <laughs> Okay, is that a gaming sin, though? Yeah. It's more of a gaming fact of life at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes you're going to put the chunky boy where you're supposed to put the Slim Jim. Yeah, man. It happens. <laughs> it happens, It's like man. I've always said. Yeah. Your famous catchphrase. You have always yep. said that. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so what are some gaming sins, then? I'm, I guess they'd have to be, more like, bigger games that everybody's just like, oh, or shudders when they, like, think of it. Yeah, like it's got to be something that's like really hard to screw up. But when you do it, it's like, how did you do that, man? Um, I don't know if this is a gaming sin. I like this one. Uh, anytime you're playing a rock band song and they have like one note at the end oh. after like a long sustain. Yeah. And then you miss that note. Oh. Yeah. And you're just feeling the shame of not playing anything while it p- drags on the note you miss. Yeah. Well, you're even like you're holding down that one note and you're like, OK, here it comes. And then you just miss that last one. And then the audience is like cheering at the end because the song's over. And it's like, yeah, how did I miss that last note. I also like when you miss that long sustained note at the end and it's just waiting. It's just yeah. And then you're just seeing the gray note yeah. that you could be playing at the moment. That, that's another good one. Yep. Someone says die in the tutorial. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to kind of switch it. And maybe this is a gaming sin on the developers when they put something in the tutorial that you can't figure out how to do. And you kind of stuck there because they didn't explain it enough. Um, I'm curious if you have I definitely an had this. OK, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I had one in uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. They wanted me to do it was some combo or some kind of thing, but they didn't explain enough like how to force that to happen or like they were using the terminology and I hadn't quite got it. And I was stuck in the tutorial. And I was like, wait, what did what does this term mean again? I, I forget how to get that going. So that sucked. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that's on the level of using your master ball for a shitty Pokemon, though. That's like real mm-hmm. high. That, that is that's pretty top high here. There. Weird. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's all that came to mind for me. All right. Uh, Laid One Rex says, what is the silliest, strangest, or most fun bug you've encountered in a game? I ask this because I got a laugh when missing with Unity and getting an error that said it successfully completed a task, but showed options as if the task had failed. Silly, stranger, fun bugs in games. Uh, there was one as a kid, uh, this game Lamborghini American Challenge, where I lost a race. What? What is that game? What? What is Lamborghini American Challenge? That's literally what it is. It's a game where you race Lamborghinis. Oh, I've never heard of this. It sounds sounds silly. It's a Super Nintendo game. Uh, All right. So I lost a race so badly because I bet money on the race. And then I lost a bunch of money due to having to like repair my car. So my money was in the negatives. But I underflowed it and instead had infinite money and then beat the game because you needed to raise money to unlock the final stage to beat the game. So, okay, I did so bad. I beat the game. 
Nice. I don't know. That kind of sounds like more of like a loophole. An unintentional one. <clears throat> yeah. That, that made me think of, um, just because when it comes to racing games and loopholes, in the first, in the original Need for Speed Most Wanted, with Razor Callahan and the Blacklist, you had to get, in order to fight um, each of the Blacklist members, you had to like get enough uh, like um, like bounty on your head mm-hmm. by like messing with cops and stuff. And there was a trick because ra- getting to raise the last guy took a lot. There was a trick where if you got your car up on top of this like bus station, the police couldn't get to you. So what you'd want to do is you'd want to get you'd want to smash around a bunch of stuff and get a whole bunch of cops coming towards you, and then get up on the co- the police station and then just sit there on this weird little overhang. Because the cops couldn't get to you, and if they tried going up the ramp you did, they'd be going so fast that they would just fly off because they didn't know to like stop like you did. And you could just sit there for hours raking up the bounty. And then eventually you did have to like drive off and actually like escape to cash it all in, but that was a dumb thing that I definitely did. Uh I really, really like zipping in Mega Man. That shit is hilariously stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A good zip to just like fly across the level at super speed is really good. Um, my f- the bugs I like the most are graphical errors where something doesn't load properly, and there's just like sure. a horror show where a character's face is supposed to be or something. That like right. it's kind of countless to like try to say some of that. Like Skyrim has had a few that were just absolutely horrific. Um, I'm trying to remember which uh, engine it is that loads in the eyes and teeth first. And then sometimes it'll just stop. And it's just like Uh, the Assassin's Creed engine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is making me think of like Assassin's Creed unity. Yeah. And then that made me think of Assassin's Creed black flag. And you remember when they, or no, I think it was still unity. There was that weird flying boat gif that was going around. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that actually was black flag. I was thinking it was Black Flag, but I don't remember that being very buggy. So I was assuming it was just one of the ships maybe in Unity because I'm sure Unity had ships as well. Mm. But I could be getting those mixed up because Unity was like the broken one. With uh, Skyrim on PS3, I remember that there were so many bugs. And I remember Bethesda just saying, yeah, we're not doing anything about that. Sorry, guys. And like there's just so many videos of people just showing off what they've encountered in that game. And one of the funnier ones was just like the dragons flying backwards. And there, there was so many weird good. issues with that game on PS three that it was hilarious. All right, John, you're up. Yep, hang on a sec. Next one comes to us from lineback. Uh, do you feel that Nintendo fans are getting a bit too reliant on the directs and are being consumed by the hype surrounding them? Oh, yeah, completely. That's why they keep making uh, fake rumors for when the next direct is or setting their expectations too high. Every time a direct... I, I, I like the directs. Yeah, I know. I love the directs, too. But the problem is every time they come around and they come around like, what, once a month at this point, maybe a bit more, depending because like certain games get their own directs. Like mm-hmm. pe- I'd say every like two months, people get upset. Like, Probably. oh, I, I'll I'll use this example because this is the perfect one. Animal Crossing has been covered in the past director too, and every time it happens, everyone gets upset, despite the fact they have said it is coming out this year. Jesus Christ, <laughs> please read. Ugh. But they want they want info about it. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, so but like they get, but, but like they're angry. literally like, well, this direct sucked. I didn't get info. Like, no, your game is still fucking coming out. Calm the fuck down. Some, yeah. some of us are well, fans I'm, of series that haven't gotten entries in years and we're not bitching and complaining every goddamn minute. You calm the fuck down. I think we can say that about literally everything. That is here. also entirely true. Honestly, if we didn't do this podcast, I wouldn't watch them, though, is the thing. I don't even watch. I mean, you don't really care about Nintendo properties, so it's not that. Surprising. I don't care about hype stuff. I don't want I didn't watch any. I don't watch movie trailers like I'll just go see a movie if mm. people I know that do a good job are attached to it. But uh, I only watch the directs because we do TDP, honestly, and I have to be able to talk with you guys about it. I like the directs. They're they're fun. when they're good directs. It's it's exciting. It's like a mini little E three. It's fun getting all this cool news all at once. Um, you know, in a in a in a nice presentation given to me. It's not just like a a press release came out and and I saw on Twitter that this game's coming or whatever. It's like four games in a row. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, they're fun. Um, but yes, also people should calm down about everything. Yep. Literally everything. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. And these last two come from VGC Kenny. Since Fallout uses a lot of 50s music, what decade of music do you want to hear in the Outer Worlds? Ooh. Ooh. I think 80s is an easy answer. 80s is an easy answer. Yeah. Yeah. They just have a very distinctive. Like synth uh, stuff. Synthy stuff. Synth. Or like, what if there was just like some hair metal in there? Why not? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I mean, I grew up on like early 2000s music, so that's an easy thing for me to say, but like no one's going to actually want that. So 80s is an easy choice. It's an easy choice also because people have been primed with stuff like Guardians from the Galaxy that kind of associates space and like that era of rock and stuff like it works. People are primed for it. So. Yeah. And second question, also to John, now that he's played some Kingdom Hearts games, do you think it's possible to sell other people on it, or is it something that seems impenetrable to almost everyone who's not in on it already? I mean, it's he not sold impen- me on it's it. It's not <laughs> impenetrable. You just need to yeah, get ready for it. some bullshit. You just got to have thick skin? <laughs> yeah, obviously. All right, that's it for questions. If people want to send in questions uh, for next week, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook channel, the no, uh, the Discord channel, John's P.O. Box. I don't know, you'll figure it out. <laughs> What's your games of the week? Tetris 99. Uh, to be contrary, and I'll say redo. You can't just be contrary, and you got to say what your game of the week is. Yeah, I probably liked Redo more, but I still play Tetris okay. 99, so I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give it to Apex. Anthem was close, but I got a championship this morning, <laughs> so Apex. Yeah, fair. Apex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I, you're um, a winner. Yeah. I am. I'm a, cha- I'm a champion. It's on my Twitter. Did it. Um, Proud of you. And and my resume. Uh, <laughs> uh, for our Patreon people, uh, if you are a $10 backer, go submit a game tonight because submissions end tonight uh, and tomorrow the poll will go up. So get ready to vote for our games. Um, that's coming up. Uh, so, yeah, get excited about that. I am. Good. <laughs> that's the end of the show. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye.